The Cairo for Moms podcast is a podcast dedicated towards women and children. We will be sharing tips, tricks, and stories from the clinic to help you. All right, on today's episode, we are here with Amanda and a special little guest, Miss Penelope, who is four months, right? Yes, four months. Four months old. So Amanda came to Cairo for Moms and got adjusted all throughout her pregnancy. I don't even remember when you first, how many weeks were you when you first started coming? Do you remember? I think it was like 24 or 26 weeks. I was thinking that you yeah. were early too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Miss Penelope got adjusted or has been adjusted oh, yeah. a couple of times. Um, but today we're going to talk about something that could potentially be trigger for a lot of women. Um, really unfortunate um, topic, but I feel like it's one that like of all the people that I've interviewed and have on my list to interview, um, I feel like it's a topic that you and I can talk about, like being transparent, Mm -hmm. real, and a little bit raw and something that needs to be talked about because I feel like so so many times, okay, we're going to talk about miscarriage, right? And I feel like so many times it's just pushed under the rug. Like nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody knows how to talk about it. Nobody knows what Mm -hmm. to say. Um, Right. So just kind of like you just start talking (laughs) and I'll try not to cry. And that's not the point (laughs) here Um, because you have this sweet, beautiful, chunky little nugget. (laughs) Oh my oh, God, yeah. getting so big <laughs> sitting with you. So tell me a little bit about your journey of getting Miss P. Yeah. So we, um, my husband and I got married in May and we knew we wanted to start a family right away. Um, and so we actually, uh, July of 2018, we started trying and we actually got pregnant our first month. And so miscarriage hasn't run in my family. Um, I had a cousin who had had a miscarriage, but that was pretty much it. That's all I had known. It was never on my radar. And so not that I would say that we took the pregnancy for granted, but we had like no worries, no concerns. And so we found out we were pregnant. It was great. We were super excited. Um, And I woke up one Sunday morning and I remember not feeling great. Um, And I just kind of woke up and I just figured, well, morning sickness is starting or, you know, like this is, you know, we were still early. And so um, my husband was showering and I went to the bathroom and I noticed a ton of blood and I just knew right away, like, this is happening. You know, this isn't a normal thing. This isn't supposed to be happening. And I just remember going in the bathroom and like telling my husband, like, I'm bleeding, like, this isn't, this isn't good. Uh, and just broke down and we called our OB because it was a Sunday morning. So we called the on-call line and just said like, we're bleeding, we're cramping, like this isn't good. And, uh, they just kind of said to wait it out and just see. And so it, we spent the whole day in bed. We actually went to my parents that night and told them what was happening and just got their support. Um, went in Monday morning first thing and the they were so sweet and they you know kind of explained to us the process of we were six weeks and so she um explained the process to us of we were going to get some blood work done I would have to come back in a couple days do more blood work and there was so much of me that was just devastated and there was another part of me that like felt guilty like well you know we were early and thank goodness you know I've heard stories of people losing babies at 20 weeks or stillborn so like 
I was almost like being really hard on myself for being so devastated. And I remember mentioning that to our doctor and I just said, oh. you know, something along the lines of, well, at least we were only six weeks. And, um, she looked at me and she said, the minute you see those two pink lines, your mind jumps nine months ahead of time. I don't care how early you were or how late someone is like a loss is a loss. And like, you deserve to grieve this. Wow. And I think that was like the most, like I got permission to be upset, which was so, so needed and so justified. And that was one thing where I gave my husband and I the opportunity to really mourn, you know, and it was hard because no one knew we were pregnant. Right. And so that was another side of things is we were mourning a life that the world didn't know existed. And we had to kind of do this in private and try to navigate what this looked like. And so, um, that was hard. And so we ended up, I had to go back for six weeks to do blood work until my HCG levels got to zero. And so it felt like, you know, we had told our family we lost the baby and it kind of felt like they were really supportive at first. And then like kind of moved on of course, as it should be. But each week it was like the bandaid kept getting ripped off. You know, we had blood draws every Wednesday and by Tuesday night, emotionally, we were feeling better. And then Wednesday morning it was okay. Another, another trip to the LB to get our blood done. And so I think that was the hardest part. And so we tried to have a lot of grace with people, um, in the fact of let's be real. It's not, no one knows what to say, right? Like, what do you say to someone and who had a miscarriage and like you said, it's so common. And we ended up talking about it with people and finding out that there was a lot of people in our close circle that had miscarriages that we had no idea. And so, um, that was a blessing to be able to talk with them. And what we learned was like, yeah, people don't know the right thing to say. And I think if you know on that experience in miscarriage, um, just love them and don't try to say something that makes them feel better. There's nothing that anyone can say to make you feel better. And so at least for us personally, like the biggest thing that someone like could say to us was like, this sucks. I'm so sorry. And that was it. Like there wasn't any, you know, well, at least you knew you could get pregnant or you're right. young, you're healthy. You can get oh, pregnant Lord. again. Like it's so bad <laughs> and I don't want to hold it against anyone. Right. Like they were just trying to make us feel better. But at the end of the day, it's, I wanted that baby. I wanted that pregnancy. And so I don't care that I could get pregnant. I want to stay pregnant. Yeah. And uh, again, all things that never would have like crossed my mind, like things I probably would have said to someone who had a miscarriage if I hadn't gone through that myself. Um, and so that was super helpful for just people to be like, yeah, I'm so sorry. Like we're here if you need anything. Um, and so we got cleared a couple months later to start trying again and we just thought it would be easy, right? Like we got pregnant the first time we thought like, great, we'll get pregnant. We'll get pregnant again right away. And we didn't. And that was emotionally for me, a very difficult thing. Mm -hmm. Um, like, you know, you start believing the lies of like, what's wrong with me? What, why can't I stay pregnant? Why can't I get pregnant again? And so that kind of took the toll on me and my husband just. He was trying to be supportive. I was trying to act like it was fine. Like another month, it's fine. It's not a big deal, but it really, like, it was hard. And we got pregnant um, early December with Miss Penelope. And I'll be honest, at first, I don't know that I really enjoyed this pregnancy in the sense of the emotional side of things, right? Like any little cramp, any little muscle pull, any little anything, I was like, oh my gosh. Like this, this could be it. Am I cramping? Am I going to find blood when I go to the bathroom? And so I think that was hard for us was the constant, uh, like what if, mm -hmm. and oh, how, did you, uh, how did you move through that? Because like when you're talking, I, 
I'm going to bring my sister into this for just a second, but she had two miscarriages yeah. beforehand. And before she got blessed with a sweet little girl too. And I just remember like, I don't know what you're going through, but like, I hurt with you. Like it, mm -hmm. it sucks. Like it, it's not yeah. fair. And, um, I remember when she was pregnant her third time with her little girl, like you can't take that worry away. I mean, like, you know, I worry as a mom of, and this is my third mm -hmm. pregnancy, God willing, everything goes right, you know? Um, right. And I worry. So I mm -hmm. can't even imagine first time moms getting pregnant, having a miscarriage, second time, you know, second pregnancy. Like, how did you get through? Cause you're, I mean, you have a lot of faith. Um, yeah. And sometimes that's not enough. So how, like, mm -hmm. what did you tell yourself every single day? How did you move forward? How did you know, like, this is our situation, regardless of what happens? Like, yeah, I have to move. I think I have to continue. Yeah, I think we knew that a lot of this is out of our control. And granted, that didn't necessarily make the worry go away. But it was less pressure on myself that if God forbid, we were to lose this second baby, it wasn't our fault, right? And that's like a huge oldest. she's like there's nothing you did that caused this like this is not your fault you know because I was like oh my gosh we sat around a bonfire three days ago did I breathe in too much smoke and that you know you just start going down the rabbit hole or, or right. I used this product is that what happened and so um we knew going into it like if something was going to happen it wasn't going to be our fault and so it didn't necessarily take the worry away but I wasn't as anxious of anything I touched or anything I did um, and I'll say like, I don't know that the worry went away of having a miscarriage until I could constantly feel her kicking. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I would cry before all of our appointments. And then of course with COVID, my husband couldn't come in with us oh. and I would just pray like, oh my gosh, I hope they find a heartbeat. Like, please find a heartbeat right away, you know, and things like that, because I couldn't bear getting bad news, especially without him being there. And so I think it was each week we heard a heartbeat. It was strong. Um, I was, you know, they kept going through my blood work and I continue, you know, to be healthy. And that was each week it got a little bit better, but I would say the worry didn't totally go away until I could feel her kicking. And then kind of the new worry came in, like, is she kicking enough? Did she kick as much as right. <laughs> you analyze it? But, um, yeah. that was more, that felt a little more secure of like, okay, okay. she's moving around in there. Yeah. And here's Miss P. And so you got adjusted yeah. and we took care of you. And mm -hmm. um, I mean, I can't even imagine. Well, I can because I'm a mom, but I mean, I can't even like <laughs> just that there's nothing better than like holding your fresh babe yeah. in your arms and she's here and she's safe. Mm -hmm. And um, how was um, just talk to me a little bit about like labor and delivery, like how, I mean, I feel like you had a pretty good experience as far as all of that goes for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. So we had, um, the pregnancy was a little rough, so I am so thankful for like your chiropractic care because I literally would tell my husband like, Oh, I'm going to leave today feeling a whole new woman. Like this is going to be amazing. And so um, we, I would get adjusted and, um, we went, I like talked with my midwife about it. And so she was really encouraging of getting it done too. And I have a pretty small pelvis. And so she was all about it. And so we had a little bit of a rockier delivery. Yeah. Um, it went up well until, you know, it was time for her to come out and she got stuck. And so that was, 
that was hard. And so she ended up having shoulder dystocia. And so her left shoulder got stuck. Um, and they were worried that, you know, maybe a broken ankle or she would have some issues with that. And thank God she didn't have any lasting impacts or any lasting issues. Um, but we could tell right away when she was born, like newborn, that she was, it was tight and she was favoring her other side. And so we brought her in uh, within a couple of weeks of her being born to see you and to start like getting that adjustment process done. Because even if that didn't happen, like I just, Nick and I knew we wanted to get her adjusted. Like we just think of like how traumatizing for her, the birthing process must be. And like what all her, like my body went through a lot, but her body went through a lot too. And so starting that off right away was what we wanted. And so, um, even at her like one month appointment, her, um, pediatrician mentioned of how much better she looked and felt like could feel and she wasn't as tight and she wasn't favoring that one side of her neck anymore. And so it was so, so great that we had that opportunity for her. So tell me, um, yeah, I know like, and it's, you know, people, we say trauma, but like, I mean, that's the reality of it. It's not like necessarily a bad trauma, yeah. but it's a lot of stress. Right. Um, and so mm-hmm. were you guys doing a lot of stretches? Cause Dr. Kelsey was seeing you guys for the most part. Um, did you guys mm-hmm. do a lot of stretches at home? Like what did your at home stuff look like as far as, you know, getting her to strengthen one side and not favor the other side and all of that? Yeah. So Dr. Kelsey was amazing. She gave us a bunch of things that we could try at home. And I would say even like outside of her shoulder, like she was a pretty refluxy baby. And so, um, just things we could try for that at home too. And so we kind of, um, I took notes and I took videos when Dr. Kelsey was adjusting her. I felt like a helicopter mom. Um, and we just like, I would go home and show my husband. I'm like, okay, this is what they did today. This is what we need to try out at home. And we would do, I mean, there was for sure one stretch with her shoulder and her neck that we would do every night for her. And it was, you know, it felt good that you guys were helping us that we could do it at home and we didn't need to just like come to the office to get it done. You know, like there were things you, you were teaching us and it was, we knew what to look out for and we knew what was normal and how to do it all. And so we really appreciated like the time you took to explain it all to us. Well, and I mean, if you think about it too, like they spend more time at home than they spend in our clinic. Yeah. So those at home things, you know, like even when I gave you stretches during pregnancy, like Mm-hmm. We're in the business of busy women and moms and kids, and I'm not going to give you a regimen that's going to take you all day to complete. So right. things here and there, yeah, is definitely beneficial for helping to further that healing process along. So that's awesome. Right. Yeah, it was great. Well, thank you for, I mean, we could talk, I feel like you and I could talk all day on all. Oh, yeah. um but thank seriously thank you so much for sharing that raw and real and um you know when I think about birth especially in our country I think that it's kind of like I remember after I had my second my husband was like okay like I feel like we just you know popped out a baby and we can go home now and Mm -hmm. like I agreed but at the same time like that is a little bit of the sad reality regarding birth in our country is like we're not given the necessary time and it's not just something that's automatic and you know like that's how I feel with miscarriage too like how you had stated that you had so many friends and close people that went through the same thing and I feel like we need to start normalizing that and making it Mm -hmm. okay to talk about and yeah 
I like to talk, but making it okay and like understanding that like sometimes you don't need to say anything. Mm -hmm. And absolutely, and I think too like just normalizing all the emotions that come with it. Like I was talking to a friend who had a miscarriage, and I just said, "This is how I process it," but everyone does it different, and so. Um, just being able to be there and tell someone that like, it's okay to feel these things, yeah. you know, and everyone grieves a little differently, but a loss is a loss. And it, I, to me, it doesn't matter how far along you were or no. any of that stuff. You, you lost your baby and it's, it's okay to grieve that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember just telling my sister, like, I'm mad. Like, I'm mad. Mm-hmm. I'm mad for you. Yeah. I'm, it's, it's not fair. And I think that that, I'm not going to put words, words in her mouth, but you know, I think that just like helped her like, yeah, I'm mad. And like, sometimes as women, we need permission to feel a certain way and not do something or do something. And so, yeah, like it's, yeah, I like that. Absolutely. What a great OB that you, that said that because a lot of times Mm -hmm. that's not, you know, it's just kind of like, okay, well you had a miscarriage. Like now what, what's next? you know right move on from yeah no one wants to hear the statistics thrown at them or how no. common it is because it doesn't feel like when you go through it like it yes. doesn't feel common like you could tell me one in four go through it and I would be like I don't I don't care like I don't want to be a no. statistic like I don't want this loss to be just you know right. one in four you know so um yeah it was super helpful to like have that permission and people just like walking alongside you however long it takes yes I love that well, thank you so much, seriously, for sharing. Yeah. I'll let you get back to Miss P and her snack here. and She needs to slow down. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, like, I feel like we're going to college next week with her. So <laughs> <laughs> Kindergarten, here we go. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, thanks, Dr. Kayla. It was so great to chat with you today. You too.